We here at Echoes of Holiness Radio greatly appreciate all our missionaries. Time would fail to of all of them, remembering a time when we were working with the Hispanics in Oklahoma teaching English, and receiving a nice box of Spanish Bibles Brother Jimmy Powers from South Carolina, had sent for the work. It wasn't that there wasn't places around the world that he was working as well and could have used the money for those projects yet, he provided the needed Bible. We just want to say, thank you, thank you Brother Powers for all you've given to the Lord. There was a time in Oklahoma wondering if we were doing any good are there any holiness Hispanic people in the U.S.? When just across the street at a tent meeting, in walked Brother Frankie and his wife from Panama. And they sang, Soy Feliz Cristo Mi Savo, we were so glad. Also, thank you, thank you, Brother Larry Landers God's not finished using you yet, thank you. in the house of the Lord, hear the gospel, amen, that's what we need to hear in this time that we're living in, I feel like we need to hear the true word of the Lord, amen, we're uh, deciding what just to sing, I didn't know we was going to try to sing again here, amen, but uh, we'll try to sing something, praise the Lord.
glad for this opportunity of being here, amen, this morning, this camp meeting. We've enjoyed uh, the blessings of the Lord, the Word of God, amen. And uh, I feel like that uh, uh, we're living in a time into which we uh, ought to appreciate the Word of the Lord, amen. It's valuable. It's, uh, and there's a time in, in the Word of the Lord in the which, you know, the the Word of God was precious, amen, in those days, and uh, I feel like we're living in those times again where the Word of the Lord is precious, <laughs> praise God, and uh, we've been uh, working in Mexico, maybe some of you know and some of you may not, we appreciate uh, several of the folks here that are here that, uh, amen, help us in their endeavors, but... Uh, Amen. Uh, there is a lot of uh, false doctrines going into Mexico, flooding in by the gobs, and it's sad. It's sad uh, because a lot of the people know that uh, have a lot of confidence in the American people, and if they don't know other otherwise, they'll accept whatever comes their way. Amen. And uh, we was here a while back going to preach a convention service in in Victoria, Mexico, <clears throat> and uh, uh, we, uh, right before the service, we went over to a little store, and there was a plaza there, and there's several, uh, I guess about 15 Americans that were there, and they was all dressed in clown suits, I mean the whole works, you know, the pink hair, and pink and blue hair, and uh, the red nose, and the, I mean, just, you know, the whole clown outfit. Amen. And they was ministering to the Mexican people and uh, bringing them the gospel, and they was just being nothing but clowns. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, but the worst thing about it that disturbed me was uh, that they supposedly were speaking in tongues. And they'd raise their hand, uh, you know, and speak in tongues a while, and sway back and forth like a windshield wiper, you know. And uh, then they stop and look at one another and laugh and giggle and start back right away, speaking in tongues, and stop a while and laugh. And, amen. And I, my heart was heavy. Yeah. Praise God. Those people don't need to see that. Amen. And so uh, I'm disturbed by the fact that uh, uh, there's so much of that going on in Mexico, and but I'm glad that God has a people. Amen. And I'm glad there's going to be a people uh, around the world that will be ready when Jesus comes. Amen. And I want to be ready, and I want to do my part for the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel like that uh, the doors are wide open right now, but there is, I feel, uh, within me and uh, the atmosphere that I feel, uh, 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 well, it's not only there, but I guess it's here too. In the United States, there's a, a change coming. Amen. There's something in the air that that we can feel that, uh, amen, it's about to take place. Praise God. Uh, uh, Brother Larry Wood was talking about it, how that the government, the Pope, uh, you know, they, they had uh, a meeting, the, the, the president of Mexico and the Pope, had a meeting about uh, uh, how there was too many Catholics being lost from the 
uh, Catholic Church, and uh, there must be something done about it. Amen. Somewhere in Mexico City, there's a big cathedral, and uh, there's a certain time of the year that a lot of the Mexican people go and worship and hail Mother Mary. Amen. I believe that uh, the brother told me that approximately 15, uh, uh, 15 million, was it? Was that the, the, the number? I can't remember exactly. Way up there. Amen. Uh, uh, even if it were 15,000, which I, I, I know it was in the million, something or another. I can't remember exactly. But uh, he said that uh, uh, would come and, and hail uh, Mother Mary during a certain season. And, and uh, that last uh, year that they'd done it, amen, uh, there was only like 300, amen, that came. And that was quite a shock to the to the Catholic Church, and that there was not that many that would come, amen, and uh, pay tribute to Mother Mary. I have seen him going down the streets during the Christmas uh, holidays with big signs, amen, and, and, uh, marching, and just people just gather there, and the, they got the priests with the with the cross, you know, and uh, folks are following them, and the big sign says. Mother Mary still reigns in Mexico. Amen. I don't understand the whole thing, but in front of all this is men dressed in ugly-looking costumes like devils, dancing. Amen. And supposedly the priest is scaring them away with a cross and, you know. But uh, they're so deceived and so far from the truth. Amen. But uh, the gospel uh, is going out and we're doing all we can. I'm glad for all the other missionaries that have gone before us, all the others that, you know, uh, uh, gave their lives, and uh, 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 most of all for those that, uh, that would preach the truth. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm glad for Anthony's with us this time. My whole family's with me. I've been coming here the last few years by myself, and uh, amen, this time I'm glad for my family to be with us. Maybe Anthony might have a word, I don't know, that you want to say Okay, he's going to get to him in, in a little bit. Amen. I'm glad he's been preaching in Spanish. Uh, and, uh, you know, it. Uh, you don't just learn it if you didn't know it that easy. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's been several missionaries that have gone over there and going to learn the, the language. But um, after a while, one of them said, I, I think I missed it. I was supposed to go to Africa. Amen. And, uh, whew, I tell you, yeah. It's not really that hard to learn Spanish, amen. Uh, it's only hard for the uh, for the Americans to learn Spanish. <laughs> and it's hard for the Mexicans. The Mexicans say it's harder to learn English. No, it ain't. Uh, well, is it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's harder for you to learn Spanish, and it's harder for them to learn English. It just works both ways. I don't have any problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But I thank the Lord for that. That's the reason to feel... Amen, that the Lord can use us. We, we can interpret from Spanish to English, English to Spanish, and we want to use that for the glory of God. Amen. You do understand me, don't you? Hallelujah. Praise God. And uh, the Lord's blessing us. We'll be dedicating our fourth church by the help of the Lord next month. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, the last Saturday, you have an invitation to come and be with us. It's not too far. It's only about that far. Amen. And the United States map. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
But uh, uh, we thank the Lord because uh, we have uh, pastors in all those churches and, and uh, the work is going on. And uh, we've been there uh, five years, a little over five years. Uh, and September was five years. And uh, uh, we thank the Lord for His help. Most of all, those churches are, are paid for. Amen. And that means a lot to me because I was the one who uh, stuck my neck out to start building them. Amen. Uh, you know, it's just not uh, that simple to just say we're going to build a building. That last church uh, we started, I didn't have any money, but we're going to start. Praise God. Uh, uh, I thought about what Brother was saying, you know, with that car he had. Uh, uh, you're going to go to, uh, the, where were you going, to Oklahoma or to California in that car? Indiana? Amen. A few years ago I was evangelizing and I was coming to California. And I was over in Oklahoma and uh, I had $37 in my pocket. Amen. Didn't, I didn't have any other money. I just didn't have any money. That was it. And I was going, uh, I had uh, another church I was going to stop at. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, brother said I was going like, a, you know, as if I had a lot of sense. <laughs> Amen. Uh, both in the jingling and in the head. Amen. But uh, I had some of those Maypop tires also. Glory to God, and uh, uh, I got over there to Blair, Oklahoma. Brother uh, Hudson was uh, pastoring over there, Brother uh, Cameron's dad, that time. Amen. And, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was Brother Long. Brother Long was pastoring then, and uh, uh, Brother said, You're going to California in those tires? He's, I said, Yeah. He said, No, you're not. And uh, so they put four brand new tires on there. And uh, we came on and made it. Praise God. But uh, that's the way you have to live sometimes, by faith. Uh, where are you going to get the money to build that church? I don't know. We're just going to build it. Amen. And it happens. Amen. We're getting ready to dedicate it. How did you do it? I don't know. The Lord done it. Hallelujah. They needed a church, and we're going to build them a church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Most of all, there's souls that I want to see saved. Amen. And God is able, He's able to do exceedingly. Above. Amen. Glory to God. I can think pretty big, but He can do it more than I can even think about it. Amen. Well, uh, I must hurry here. We could talk a lot about the work, but we desire your prayers. Uh, uh, we uh, have a lot, a lot uh, of things going on, but you're invited to come. Uh, you know, you can tell people about things. Amen. But it's, it's not just quite like seeing it for yourself and being there. Amen. And uh, God has blessed us and I, just, I have no sad stories to tell you. All I can say is victory in Jesus and pray for us. I'd like to build a church every year that I'm there till the Lord come. Amen. The places there are there. There's places where we we had a, a tent that we helped purchase or uh, went with a brother and talked for the brother and, and worked with him. And he's a native from Mexico. And uh, there's a lot of places this tent goes. It's a big tent, 60 by 120. Amen. Uh, usually leaves a group of people needing, amen, a church, a place to worship. And uh, so there's more places uh, than we could ever begin to to try to build uh, a house of the Lord. Amen. The last one we built was a village. There's no other churches in that village. And uh, I'm glad about that because the Catholics don't have their church there yet. 
Amen. They might get one later, but at least we got one there first. Hallelujah. And hope that we can win them over before they come and deceive them. Amen. I'm glad we can talk to Jesus and not have to pray to some other man. Aren't you? Praise God. We're reading from the book of St. Matthew. St. Matthew uh, 6, uh, verse 14. This morning, pray for us. We need your prayer. Amen. Why don't we stand and ask God's anointing right now. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. We're trusting that you'll come by and send your anointing of the Holy Ghost. That you would remove us out of the way and just, Lord, speak through us, God. That souls might find you this morning. Oh, Jesus, we can't walk without you. We can't talk without you. And in thy name this morning, we pray, help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Bless your word. Honor it in Jesus' wonderful name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. In St. Matthew 6 and verse 14, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Amen. Uh, actually, we might not be dwelling on, uh, on just exactly what uh, we've read to you about, yet uh, we uh, wanted to use the word uh, trespasses. Amen. The word trespasses, of course, derives from the word the trespass. Amen. And the trespass means to go on somebody's property uh, without any right. Amen. And uh, it also means to go beyond the limits of what is right, proper, and polite. And it also means to intrude or to do wrong or to sin. Amen. That's what trespass means. Praise God. And uh, I got to thinking concerning that, that the fact that uh, we find that folks uh, 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 are trespassing against God, against God's Word. Amen. And uh, 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 there is so much in the Word of the Lord that uh, uh, we can find concerning that. But uh, the Bible tells me in the book of St. Matthew 25 and in and in verse 41, that uh, then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Amen. Glory to God. You see, uh, trespassing, I feel like uh, folks are doing today, amen, by uh, the fact that they're... Uh, uh, going towards a place where God has not really prepared for them. Amen. They're not going there, uh, uh, you know, uh, because God wants them to go there, but they're going there against God's desire and God's will. Yes. Hallelujah. I, I thought, and I'd like to tell you this illustration, maybe to just lay a little foundation, amen, for us to kind of get a, a little better glimpse at this, but... Um, they tell me there was a, a farmer in Georgia. Uh, this farmer had quite a bit of property, several hundred acres. 
And uh, he uh, uh, had a pond in the back of, uh, near his house. He had to go through a, uh, uh, some woods and, and back in the back of his house like there was a, a pond there in, in uh, that property of his. And he put some catfish in that pond and uh, he would feed them every day. He'd take his little tractor and take a big old bag of that uh, uh, cat uh, fish food and uh, go and dump some on that pond and those catfish and come up there and eat that food and they begin to grow and he liked catfish. He was raising his own catfish because he liked to eat them. Amen. And they got to get in pretty good size, you know, catfish. And, and one day he went back there to, uh, uh, you know, feed those catfish and he noticed uh, uh, some... Uh, uh, people were over there fishing. Some black folks would sneak in the back and they were fishing in his pond. Amen. He went over there and told them, listen, this pond is private property. This is my pond and uh, I'm raising catfish and uh, they're for us and uh, we would appreciate if you didn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 catch all our catfish because uh, they're ours. And so they said, yes, sir. And they went on, you know, and uh, he looked for a while and he never saw no more uh, signs of people. But after a good while... Amen. He found a little piece of uh, paper, a wrapper of some kind of candy, and he said, uh-oh, somebody's been back fishing in my pond. Amen. So uh, he uh, decided that, uh, amen, he would go out and he'd get him some signs, and this signs uh, said, no trespassing. Amen. He went around the edge of his property and nailed those big signs uh, in bright, bold, red letters. Stay with me here. Praise God. It said no trespassing. Hallelujah. And he made sure they were in seeing distance. And he waited a while and uh, uh, he didn't see too uh, much signs of anything. But later on, he caught him again back over there. Amen. Fishing in his pond. Hallelujah. So this time he decided he was going to put a fence around uh, his property all in that back area. Amen. So he went through the trouble of putting the fence up and, and nailed a good barbed wire fence all the way around, half the signs posted. Amen. Being a good, kind-hearted man, he tried to, you know, be as long-suffering as he could with them folks. Praise the Lord. And so uh, 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 after a while, there was no signs again. Nobody was fishing. But then uh, months passed by, and lo and behold, amen, if he didn't see a place in the fence uh, where it looked like it began to sag. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, they'd come probably at night or sometime when he was asleep or something. Of course, you know, those catfish were getting pretty good size. It didn't take too many to make a meal. <laughs> Amen. And so he noticed that this here part of the fence now had begun to sag. And he says, well, I'm having trouble with this, folks, again. So he went the next Saturday to the uh, stockyard sale where they was uh, auctioning out cattle. And he sat there for a while and after a while. 
Amen. Here come this 2,500 pound Brahma bull. Amen. A feisty looking thing. Big old horns. Come into the arena there. You know, just a pawing and a snorting. And he began to bid on it. Glory to God. And he bid on it. And finally, he got it. Amen. He loaded that big Brahma bull. Took him to, amen, his pond. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he uh, led him out there. Amen. Kept on feeding those there uh, catfish. And these nice, good catfish. Uh, right. Praise the Lord. He came back a couple days later. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he noticed some folks had been there. But apparently they didn't stay there long. Because he saw a fishing pole laying over him. And over there at the fence, it looked like somebody tore their shirt or something trying to get over the fence. <laughs> Needless to say, he never had no more problem. Amen. Uh, when folks are coming, uh, uh, taking his catfish from his pond. Hallelujah. Amen. But let me tell you this morning, uh, I believe that God has done his best uh, to keep people out of hell. Uh, amen. If you go to hell, uh, you'll be an intruder. You'll trespass. Uh, you'll not go at God's will. Uh, you'll go at your own desire. You'll go over top everything that God tries to do to keep you out of hell. Amen. Oh God, help me. Praise the Lord. Uh, the Bible said in the book of Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 22 and in verse 3, a prudent man foreseeth evil uh, and hideth himself. Uh, but the simple pass on and are punished. Uh, amen. Uh, when signs are posted, uh, when preachers preach, uh, amen, when God sends conviction, uh, amen, the prudent man will listen. Uh, he'll turn. Uh, he'll hide himself. Uh, amen. He'll find a shelter. He'll get under the blood. Uh, he'll come to the refuge. Uh, he'll come to the place God has prepared for them. But if you're simple, and if you will not understand, uh, you will keep on, and you will be punished. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We heard preaching this morning. We heard preaching last night. We heard preaching yesterday. That should have cost you to come to pray. But we have young people in our hearing today. Amen. That are continuously going on. In spite of all the warnings. In spite of all that God tries to do. Amen. They proceed on their way. I'm telling you. You're headed down the wrong road. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to mention any names. And I'm not here to tear up anything, brother. We're here to build up the kingdom of the Lord. Praise God. I've been into some churches. And I appreciate holiness. I like holiness. I'm for holiness. I want holiness. Amen. If it ever came to the fact... Amen. That we had to uh, just completely make uh, a choice. You know, we want holiness, uh, which without no man shall see the Lord. But I, in my uh, missionary work, we go to different places. We visit different churches. We go once a year, maybe every other year. Maybe there's some we haven't gone in a long time. But they sent us offerings. Uh, we thank the Lord for them. Amen. That's how we built the churches. Hopefully, we 
we can preach to them holiness. But I have been in some churches that I would not consider them to be good holiness churches. But I tell you what, young people, they have more respect to the house of God than some of the holiness churches that I've been in. It's sad to say. Now I'm not throwing off. Now I'm not running down. Amen. But you don't see them sitting back there throwing spit watch and throwing books and doing all as a pastor already told us. Amen. But I see that right here in this church. God help us. I said God help us. Amen. We're holiness folks and we ought to keep up a high standard of holiness. You know better. Your dad and mom have taught you better. Your preacher has preached to you better. Amen. But while in the middle of a Holy Ghost service, amen, why is it uh, that they have no respect to the house of God? I'll tell you why. Amen. They keep on trespassing what they know they should not be doing. Amen. It said plainly there that they would be punished. What is a punishment? Amen. Oh, maybe cast into the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Huh? Revelations 21 and 8. Maybe Luke 16 and 19 where it says he was tormented in those flames. Maybe the punishment is to be salted with fire. Huh? Maybe the punishment is where the fire is not quenched. Where the wind dieth not. Where the wind dieth not and the fire is not quenched. It's not just a 2,500 uh, two, uh, pound Brahma boy. Amen. You're headed towards a place uh, where the devil and his angels are there. You're headed towards a place that burneth with fire and brimstone. You're headed towards a place that's for eternity. That's forever and ever. That's forever I stand. Amen. It's not for just a little while. Amen. Praise God. Whoever it was crossing that fence had quite an experience. Amen. Uh, enough to leave his fishing pole there. Uh, enough to run over no... <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Tear his shirt and uh, trousers or whatever he had on. Uh, probably scratched himself all up. Went home and talking about don't you ever go back to that place again. Why not? Oh, but those are awful good cap. Yeah. But you ought to see what they got in there now. <laughs> Amen. This big, great, big bull with great, big horns. Uh, I seen a little sign somewhere that said if you're going to cross this field, you better do it in nine seconds because our bull does it in ten seconds. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. But listen to me. Uh, it ain't just the bull that we're worried about, uh, but it's everlasting. I said everlasting. Everlasting. Hell, fire, and brimstone. Oh, Jesus repeated himself. Not lack of words. Amen. Not because he didn't have anything to say. Where the word died not, and the fire is not quenched. He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. Amen. God has done his best to turn folks around. Praise God. The Bible said in the book of Hosea, Hosea uh, 2 and in verse 
uh, 6. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall so that she uh, shall not find her path. And she shall follow after her lovers, but shall not find or shall not overtake them. And shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then was it better with me than now. Amen. I believe that Israel was committing spiritual adultery. I believe God was doing His best to get them to come back to Him. Amen. He was doing His best to get them to turn around. What did He do? He said, I'm going to build a hedge. I'm going to build it with thorns. I'm going to build a fence. I'm going to make a roadblock. I'm going to put signs. No trespassing. Hopefully they'll come back to me. Hopefully they'll turn around. Hopefully they won't go after their lovers. Hopefully they won't go after the world. Hopefully they won't commit spiritual adultery. Praise God. Amen. I'm telling you, God. God's trying to turn somebody around today. God's trying to stop somebody from going to hell. He don't want you to go to hell. Amen. He just don't say, oh, go on. He does everything that he can to turn you around, to cause you to pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not a coincidence that preachers are, are here that are here. You believe that? Amen. Praise God. It's not by accident that the Lord leads a brother, a pastor, to call on the brother. I believe it's in the providence of God. Amen. I believe that the Lord will do His best to cause you to turn around. Amen. And the Lord God of their fathers sent them by His messengers, rising up betimes and sending them because He had compassion on His people and on His dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers of God. They despised the words and misused the prophets until the wrath of the Lord rose against His people till there was no remedy. Amen. Sending them be times. Rising up early. Send a preacher. Preach to them. Amen. Try to stop them. Try to turn them around. Put a post-it sign. Do something. Praise God. The Holy Ghost has come by. Amen. To tuck at your heart's door. Hey, young lady. The Holy Ghost has come by to convict you. And to get you to an altar of prayer. But you went over top of the conviction. You went over top and overrode it. And continued on in spite of what you Amen. Amen. After a while, you're going to jump the last hurdle, the last fence, I must say. Amen. That tried to stop you. You'll jump the last calling. You'll overwrite the last preacher. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Amen. It's sad when folks are in the house of the Lord and you know that they need God, but they'll sit there as hard-hearted as they can. Amen. I wish you could do something. Amen. I wish I could do something. I don't know what else to do. Just preach the gospel. 
Amen. Hopefully that God would, amen, send the anointing upon uh, the word. And hopefully that that anointing would, amen, destroy that yoke, break that yoke. Amen. Hopefully that God would cause them to surrender and pray through. Amen. Praise God. I don't like to go back there, and I, I, I seldom ever do unless it's really the Lord that deals with me. I, it has to really be the Lord. It's been a long time that we'd go back there and say, come to this altar. Amen. If God doesn't do it, it'd do me no good to go back there and drag them to this altar. What's worse than judgment is no judgment. When God doesn't fool with you, when God doesn't deal with you, when God doesn't work with you, when you don't have no feelings, touch the gospel it doesn't affect you any amen it just runs off of you like water off a duck's back it don't do anything i wish i had to stop this morning amen wanted to stop over there at the hardware store and said if they happen to call me i have me a good sign up here amen and put it up here no trespassing I'd have liked to go on a little further and maybe bought two of them. Posted one at that back door and one at this door, the front and the back, however you want to call it. Amen. To know that if you left and went beyond that, you was going too far. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are so many other scriptures. Amen. Uh, we could have read... I believe God has placed within you a conscience, amen, that dictates to your heart uh, whether you're wrong or right. Uh, it said there uh, that the Gentiles, amen, uh, had a conscience within them that uh, either accused them or excused them. Amen. A conscience is set there. It's in you. Everybody has a conscience. Amen. Praise the Lord. But you have been convicted in conscience, has pricked your heart, and in spite of it, you overrode and trespassed beyond what God said don't do. Yes. Amen. Till after the while, folks' conscience becomes seared with a hot iron. Amen. They override everything that they hear. It don't bother them. Preach to me, preacher, if you want to. It don't affect me. It don't bother me. Whoa! Beyond to you. Amen. If the gospel does not touch you, you're headed towards the wrong place. You're going towards destruction. What to God you'd pray today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I told this little story uh, uh, before. You've probably heard it. But uh, trying to close, I want to tell it uh, to you uh, for those that haven't heard it. Amen. It's concerning a man that used to go to work. Amen. And every day that he'd go to work, he'd have to pass by an insane asylum. Amen. And as he passed by that insane asylum, he would raise his windows tight. He would lock his doors. He was afraid that maybe one of those folks would get loose and would try to stop him. No telling what they'd do to me, he said. And... uh, Every time he'd come near that place, he'd make sure the windows were shut tight and the doors were locked. This time of the season, it had been raining and raining and raining. Said he was coming home that afternoon, raining, had been raining. Windshield wipers are going. Getting near that 
grace, He again secured the locks. Again rolled the windows tight. Again prepared in case something uh, would happen. And sure enough, amen, in the middle of the road stood a man. A man that looked like that his shirt was torn. Looked like he was bleeding. He said, oh no. There's one of those crazy folks that got loose. Try to stop the man. The man pulled over this way to miss him. He'd move over and try to wave his arms. He couldn't see him too good. It was raining so hard and he couldn't hardly make out who the fellow was. And he pulled over this way and a man ran over here and tried to stop him. And he said, I've got to stop. If not, I'll, I'll hit the man. I'll run over top of him. So he slows down. And the man standing there, sure enough, he was all uh, bleeding. And he said, oh no. He cracked his window just a little bit. And the man came around. He said, didn't you see me? You almost ran over top of me. He said, yes, but I was afraid. I didn't know who you was. He said, oh, he said, well, listen, you know over the next little hill? Yes. You know the bridge that's there? The old bridge? Yes. The old bridge has been washed away. He said, I fell in, barely got out. But he said, if you'd plunge in, the bridge is gone. Yeah, your car would just uh, uh, go on down uh, the river. Amen. He said, I was afraid. He was one of those crazy folks. Praise God. He said, I'm glad I stopped. Listen to me. I said, listen to me. I'm not crazy, but I'm trying to stop you. Amen. You might try to go around me, but I'm trying to stop you. I'm trying to stop you because you're headed to destruction. I'm moving this way. I've moved my arms up and down. I'm preaching to you with all that is within me. I'm trying to stop you. The other day we preached, uh, amen, over at uh, Brother McCaleb's uh, on the subject, uh, amen, uh, say with fear, say with fear, mood, amen, oh, his mood with fear to the saving of his household. That's what he done when God told Noah to build the ark. He didn't mope around, he didn't play around, he moved with fear. Thank God, they're dying lost, they're going to hell lost. Let us move with fear that God will save us. Amen. Do you need Jesus? Do you see me up here? Amen. Would you please stop a while? Would you come to your senses? Would you wake up to the fact that you're headed to hell for eternity? Amen. Turn around and come back to this altar and give your heart to Jesus. Amen. I hate to ever leave without at least giving you an opportunity to pray. I don't want to hinder nobody else to preach. But to me, the most important thing in my mind, whether I'm in Mexico, whether I'm here, wherever I am, if there's a soul in the building that needs God, I'd like for them to pray. I'd like for them to come. Amen. How about it? Are you where you ought to be? Are you where you ought to be? Amen. If not, I'd like to tell you, this altar is open. You can come right now. Amen. You can pray right now. And the Lord will be merciful to you if you'd come. Amen. Is there anybody? Praise the Lord. Is there anybody?
that's lost, that needs God, and you want to come to pray, why don't you do it right now? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah.